Van D, a dynamic leader with decades of experience building companies and crushing sales. He's been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, my name is Van D. Inspiring audiences across the country to do it too. Here's Van. Welcome to the Van D podcast. I'm so glad you are joining us today. I have a special guest. Um, who I just admire the way he does business. I love the way he thinks, the way he treats people. His name is Jeff Herzina. He is the founder and the uh, president of Exit Big, a business brokerage firm. Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Van. Thanks for having me. I look forward to the conversation. Well, speaking of the word conversation... That's what our topic is today. It's how to win every conversation. Really? So here's, here's my take, Jeff. You don't have to act like the smartest person in the room to be the smartest person in the room. You know, for people that have been reading my newsletters for a while, you know that I believe we should make everyone we meet feel like they matter. Not just once in a while, but all the time. So, you know, to me, Jeff, it's equally important that when you're having a conversation with someone, which we all have, who insists they are right and you are wrong, the way I look at it as they obviously need a victory. (laughs) You know, they obviously need, um, so, so my, they need a victory. So, so my question is, Jeff, why not? Even though we know they're wrong, why not? Why not let them be right? Why not make them feel like they're right? And to me, this doesn't mean you are patronizing them or trying to avoid a lengthy argument. It, to me, it means you are being respectful of their views and letting them know you understand that their point of view is not wrong since they believe it's accurate. Right? Yeah. Have you ever gotten conversations like that? Yes, lots. And I agree with you. Why not let them win? Yeah. Right. I, I, I don't need to win every conversation. In fact, for me to win the conversation is ideally both parties walk away and say, huh, you know what? I, that was interesting. Yeah. I, I, I learned something. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. You know, Steve, Steve Jobs, um, I, I really like what he has to say about this topic. He said, I don't really care about being right. I just care about success. I don't mind being wrong. And I'll admit that I'm wrong a lot. It doesn't really matter to me too much. What matters to me is that we always do the right thing. Yeah, love that. Yeah, Yeah. and sometimes the right thing is making somebody feel like they matter by agreeing with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, one of my core values is do right. I like that. And and this is an an example. Yeah, Uh, I love that. So, you know, challenging conversations will happen daily for most of us, either in our personal or business setting. So depending on how we respond, these conversations can have positive or negative outcomes. So, you know, Jeff, and of course you know this about me, I believe confidence is king. When you know your conclusion is accurate and you have explained and justified your side of the debate, then I I think you've done enough. Right. You know, confidently let the person know how much you respect their opinion. Yeah. Is that something you agree with? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think you can, 
I always say too, it's not necessarily what you say. Sometimes it's how you say it. It's your presentation. So I could disagree with something you say, Van, and say, you know, Van, um, I see it a little bit different, but I totally hear what you're saying and I respect your output based on, you know, what you just shared. Yep. Thanks for that. Um, I can just say, okay, all right, fine, win one, Van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but... But there's a respectful way to do it because yeah. I've had people say, okay, you're right. Yep, you're right. And, they, and they're and they making it clear that you're not, but yeah. they're being sarcastic about right. it. Right, yeah. You, pound your, that makes you, it, you pound your hand on the table yeah. and say, oh, Van, you're you idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, Jeff, I've been in leadership roles most of my life. So looking back, uh, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that when someone proved me wrong, I always let them know, let them know, and I thank them for educating me. I, I really believe in that. I it's almost liberating when I have really stuck by my belief, and I'm right, and I'm right, and then I realize, oh my God, I'm wrong. It liberated me to get on the phone and to call up, and it it would be employees in my company. Sometimes I'd call them at home at night. Because I had to get it off my chest. I apologize for today. I, I realize I was dead wrong. Yeah. And I am sorry for not knowing it at the time. Look at how much you've grown, Van. You should be so proud. Oh, thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Is there any awards? Do I get any gifts for growing? Uh, I think we're trying to grow every day. I am. So, so I believe in our business, in our business settings... Um, that the problems need to be solved much more quickly than in a, uh, I mean, to avoid a negative outcome. I think that, you know, like I said a second ago, calling up an employee uh, at home at night and saying, you know what, in our conversation earlier that day, you were right. I think that in a business setting, it shouldn't come to that. Yeah. You know, you should rectify it before the business day's over. Right. You know, I've had a lot of employees over the years, and, you know, technically you could say, yeah, I'm their boss, whatever. But I've always referred to my staff as they're my team, I'm yep. their peer. Right. And, uh, you know, I use the word interesting a lot. And, uh, you know, if you say something to me that's quote-unquote interesting, yep. I may say, that's an interesting point. And I'm analytical, so sometimes I need some time to go think about it. But I'll go think about it. And a lot of times, and this is something I'm practicing right now, is, is more empathy. I'll come back and I'll say, you know, Van, what you said was really interesting. You made me kind of move my opinion. Thanks for that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, one of my favorite movies, Anchorman, the, the guy, I forget who. I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that why you like it? The guys, well, that's how I named my dog. I named my dog Baxter because Will Ferrell's dog's name is Baxter. Oh, that's Only right. mine didn't eat a whole wheel of cheese. Um, Can you play the flute? <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, uh, in that movie, they said I'm. I'm 60% of the time I'm right every time. And I've always got I've always gotten a big kick of that. But you know, most of us have friends or coworkers who enjoy arguing on just about every topic somebody brings up. So when we are talking talking with someone like this, we can choose how the conversation will go. Unless you are 100% confident, it is my feelings, that you have all the evidence that you are right, then let it go and move on. You lose nothing by not winning a disagreement. If there's a chance you could possibly be wrong, 
let them know immediately. So I've learned from this attitude where I'm not afraid to say, I'm very confident that this is the correct answer. But if you want to research it, go ahead, because I could be wrong. I would prefer to say that unless I'm 100% confident. Well, are we talking about how to win the conversation? Right. I guess define win. Um, How do you define a win in a conversation? That's a good point. I mean... I think that I would define a win in a conversation where both sides leave satisfied. Right. That's how Uh, I would define a win. A win to me never ever is a scenario where one walks away happy and one walks away sad. That's not a win. Right. And I don't like that. I don't want to ever win that way. Like when you beat me in pool, (laughs) I'm not sad because I know I'm going to beat you really bad the next time we play. So I'm I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm glad you feel that way. (laughs) Thank goodness you're confident, but I will win. No, that's not going to happen. So here's what I want to discuss with you, Jeff. There's, Eight, I have eight suggestions um, for our audience for handling a conversation with someone who disagrees with you. People dis, there's certain people that disagree with you all the time. So these eight suggestions will hopefully help us get along better with people that have determined to disagree with us. Is one of them don't talk to them? <laughs> <laughs> one of them is lose their number. You'll win every time. Don't become defensive. And I got to tell you something. And I'm looking over here at Pat here, the, the, the mega producer of Parkville Media. Um, I, I, I have to deal with this. I deal with this all the time because I want to be right. And I'm, I'm a work in progress. I'm trying to learn that I don't need to be right. I want somebody to, to educate me for my thoughts if I'm wrong. But the suggestions for handling a conversation with somebody that disagrees with you, one is do not become defensive. Number two, listen more than you speak. That's something I've been working on, and that's throughout the Bible. I mean, that's something I've been working on my whole life, and I'm still working on it. Two ears, one mouth. There you go. Listen more than you speak. I didn't know you were that smart. Thank (laughs) you for educating me. I didn't know that. I I can count to two. (laughs) Know your facts, number three. Number four, keep your emotions under control, regardless of how passionate you are about the topic you are discussing. I want to tell you, I've been passionate that I've been right, and I've been so wrong. I don't know what the other five are. We're on number three, right? We're on number four. Okay. Uh, One one... is do not become defensive. Number two, listen more than you speak. Three, know your facts. Four, keep your emotions under control under control regardless of how passionate you are about the topic you are discussing. Okay. I don't know what the other four are after this, but I would bet this is probably the one that's most abused. The reason I say that is is people have emotional responses to things. Ah! They just just do. I would agree. Um, I get get to see it daily. And and this is why one of the things that I love what I do for a living. Their passion about it, their emotions come out, um, and, and if I get passionate and want to debate with them, I'm only going to make it worse. Yeah. But if I listen and say, you know, tell me more about that. What else? What else? Get it all out. Right? I I'm mean, still learning that. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's it's, why I, I it's think. It's tough. Yeah. And five is to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. I think when you're open-minded in any business setting, not just in conversations, I just think that you're looking at all perspectives. Yeah. Every angle. 
Um, number six, and this is huge. This is huge. Respect the other person's perspective and show it. Respect the other person's perspective and show it. Yeah. Even if you disagree, you could say something like, you know, that's an interesting perspective, Van. I've never thought about it like that. And number now, s- now that you say it, I-, I can see why you feel that way. Yeah, and number seven will help with that. Ask questions. Yeah. When you're having a conversation, you disagree with somebody. Why? Why? Find out. Ask questions. Why? Why? What? Why do they think that they're right? Yeah. And then number eight is got to go throughout the whole conversation. Number eight is use facts to justify your position. I, I just really, really agree with that. And um, a gentleman that's, that I really enjoy watching on 60 Minutes, Andy Rooney, he said something that stuck with me, just like, you know, you know, when people that I enjoyed listening or watching and they say stuff, it sticks with me. And this was years ago. Andy Rooney said, being kind is more important than being right. Love that. I really do. I, I mean, how many times have, have you seen people being treated poorly because someone doesn't think that they're right? Mm-hmm. Physically being um, hurt or uh, verbally abused, being kind to others is more important than being right. Yeah, yeah. Be kind. Isn't that hashtag be kind? Isn't that what yeah. the schools are practicing now? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 you know, when I think about you, Van, I mean, you're just kind to people, right? Everyone that crosses your path, even if you don't know them, I see you smile at them. You might hold the door for them, say hello to them. Uh, I got to tell you this, and it's kind of relevant, but I got a haircut um, a couple weeks ago. What hair? <laughs> What hair? Thank, thank you very little. Okay, that's the end of our show. Just kidding. It's nice and long. That's it's the end of wavy. our show today. I have hair. You guys can look me up. I have hair. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. So I got my hair cut, this really nice lady and young lady, and I'm, I'm, I lost my filter, so I just say what I'm feeling if I respect the other person. I said, I don't like the way you cut the back of it. And she goes, I'm sorry. And uh, she was very nice. And, and I said, yeah, I had, I had asked you to keep the back a little longer. I'm not trying to grow a mullet, but I said, I wanted you to keep the back a little bit longer. And she said, oh, my gosh. She goes, I'm so sorry. I said, that's okay. I said, just know that I don't like it. And I left there, gave her a normal tip, and I left there, and I felt terrible. The next day, I felt terrible. And I... I even told people I felt terrible. It messed with me. Mm-hmm. Even though I gave her um, constructive, so thank the good Lord, uh, a couple days after my haircut, I see her. And I could see the look in her eyes like, uh-oh, is, is he going to be nice to me? And I went up to her, and I just said, hey, I want to tell you something. I said, when you have clients that don't tell you the way they feel, there's a chance, and they're not happy, the chance they're not going to come back. And I said, I only told you that because you're my girl. You're going to be doing my hair for a long time because you do such a great job. And I said, I only told you that because next time you'll know. And you could see like she was just beaming. Mm -hmm. 
mm. from ear to ear that I told her, um, and it made me. I was. It was like God put her in front of me because I've been. I've been stressing about not being kind. Yeah. And it made me feel like a man bucks. So I got to look at her in their eyes and say, you're my stylist. You're my person. While you have hair. While I have hair. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> you know, I can, I'm not going to be invited back. No, you're all. not. Yeah. No. As a okay. matter of fact, I'm losing your phone. I'm going I'm I'm to take you out back and give you what fur. Anyway, here's the way in closing this conversation out. Let's all be grateful that we have the ability to debate anything at all, let alone be right some of the time, because nobody is right all the time. Respect each other. Love that. And good job with that, uh, your, your gal, your hairdresser. Yeah, and I'm going to let her know that if she's got some super glue and can put some back on there, it'll, you know, I'm visualizing, she made me feel bad. I'm visualizing you with a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the whole time we're talking about being kind and you're being mean, Jeff. I know, I know. Not drinking. So everybody, thanks for tuning into my podcast. And, you know, I'm very grateful for my guest, um, who's going to be my guest a lot because I love his perspective on how to treat people and I love his perspective on business. Uh, my guest today, Jeff Herzina, Exit Big. If you get a chance, check out his website, exitbig.com. Just a cool, cool guy. But thank you all for tuning in to uh, my podcast. And, and Jeff, thanks for being here. All right, man. Thanks for having me. You bet. And everybody stay motivated and accomplish your goals. A Parkville Media Production.